0: Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. I'm MJ Moon. And I'm Jessica Reed. And we're your hosts from UAB IT.
1: Welcome to episode three of Techno. Today, we're going to be talking about our new crowdsourcing site, Spark. We're going to revisit remote technology and find out what's working and what's not working. We want to let you know about some new services that UABIT is offering and just make sure that you're staying secure. So let's get started. So UABIT recently launched a new crowdsourcing campaign through our platform called Spark. This is where people can go and share different ideas and ask questions within the UAB community. We are looking
0: to our customers, you, to see what technology can do for you. So the new campaign is to understand how remote working, learning, and teaching is going across UAB's campus. You log in via sign-on at ideas.uab.edu. You are taken to a welcome page that shows the active campaigns and popular ideas. We know that this transition hasn't been easy for everybody, and it's important that we have an easy way to start these conversations with users. So this is the place where you can reach IT professionals to share your remote working experience. You can add votes to ideas you'd like to see solutions on you may log on and find that there are users experiencing the same problems that you are And by upvoting and downvoting an idea, you're letting us know what is making the biggest impact. We're monitoring
1: the activity and responding with solutions or ideas that we already have if they exist because we want to get you that help quickly. And then we're tracking those new ideas to see how we can interject new solutions. Within that community, other people can jump in and share resources or ideas, things that have worked for them in the past. One question was talking about having some classes on distance teaching. So someone came in and put some links to LinkedIn Learning. Just somebody from the UAB community that was sharing with one another. We first used this platform back in 2016 when our current vice president and CIO came to UAB. He wanted to find out what our customers needed, where their pain points were, and what ideas they had. And he used all of that feedback to develop IT's strategic plan. And that's what we've been working from as our roadmap for the past several years. We want to make sure that our customers
0: are getting what they want and what they need. If you're experiencing a tech issue or you find a certain process is difficult, we are here to help you find the solution.
1: Make sure to go check out that new campaign and let us know how remote technology is working for you or what's not working for you, and we'll see what we can do. Go to ideas.uab.edu.
0: Like we talked about in the previous episode, the Remote Toolkit is the one-stop shop for your remote working resources for most UAB employees. We've talked about the site before, but it just recently received some pretty cool updates. So Jessica, do you want to talk about what you and Matt had worked on? So we rearranged some of the content so that it's a little bit easier
1: to navigate. You can find resources based on the way that you learn or whatever media you need to help either yourself or people within your department understand or connect with solutions that we have. We've got a section of videos that are beautiful that MJ has been creating. Right now, they're just the basic introduction tutorials to the services that we offer. So if you're having a problem getting started, like you don't know how to use Microsoft Office 365. We've got a basics video there for you. We also have infographics that can be printed. We have links to our podcast episode that was all about remote working. We have articles out there that give you detailed information. So as we continue to work remotely, if you run into any issues, feel free to go back to that website and see if there's a solution there. Go.uab.edu slash remote work. One of the infographics and stories that we recently shared was about making sure that your home is cyber secure because when you're on campus, We take care of a lot of that for you. But when you're at home and you're using your own network, it could be a little bit different. So we wanted to give you some tips on what you should look for, making sure that you know what devices are connected to your network, manage the privileges for the devices that are connected. So if you've got kids, do they have account access that they should or should that be restricted a little bit more? MJ, did you know that for every single account that you have, you should have a different password? Facebook should have a different password than your bank and Amazon. And
0: do you do that? <laughs> I feel like this is announcing a, um, a security flaw in my personal life. I do that for different genres of accounts social accounts have a theme of password financial accounts have a theme of password etc that's why pass phrases are so important because if you keep your pass phrases similar but different like if you use different words but you keep them all pass phrases I feel like that that's probably easier to remember than a series of letters, like a different series of letters per account. But yes, I did know that. (laughs) Okay, well, you're a lot more organized at that than I am.
1: As you're saying that, I'm like, oh, that was, that's a really good idea. So I know that you're supposed to have a different password for every single account, but I have not been as diligent as I should be. And I remembered recently that UABIT has a license for Keeper, a password vault. So You get it for free you can go and store all of your passwords not put them on a post-it note or an excel spreadsheet for someone to find but actually lock behind authentication now is a really great time to do that you're working
0: remotely accessing things on your computer that you may not usually do some other stuff we didn't touch on is that you should change your default password in the router you don't want it to stay the default that it comes with and you should use encryption with your home network I did quiz my roommate with the infographic. I was very proud to say that we have done all of those things. And I think it would be a fun exercise to do with your kids. You mentioned making sure you know what accounts your children have access to and whether or not they should have account privileges. I think it would be a fun game for them to emphasize the importance of cybersecurity while kind of going through this checklist. But you can find all information about how to keep yourself cybersecure secure at uab.edu infosec or in the show notes below. So during our transition to remote working and learning, the online meeting tool Zoom has become essential for businesses and classrooms across the world. However, with exposure and wide usability comes security risks. The University of Alabama System Office has taken steps to secure our Zoom accounts in the UA system, but there are still some things that you can do to keep your calls secure. Campuses and meetings across the world have been experiencing zoom bombing which is when unwanted guests or people join your class or meeting we have a full article linked below for tips and tricks on adding security to your zoom meeting and jessica's going to touch on a couple of those so
1: the biggest thing for zoom is make sure it's password protected you can also enable a function called wait room and that is where you can make it so that your participants cannot enter your meeting room until you say it's okay you have to authorize it and that way you are not getting people coming in beforehand and disrupting things and you have a little bit more control. So those are some things that you can do when you are hosting a meeting. And another thing is we also have other video conferencing options available. One of those is Microsoft Teams. We use that for our team communication every single day. It's really easy to use. It integrates so well with Microsoft, which we all use on campus anyway. It is available and for free for anybody on the UAB campus. If you do need to work on a project or something with someone on the hospital side we can get access for them. Microsoft Teams is more secure unless it's something that contains HIPAA data then you do need to use a different platform. So consider that as well then you don't have to go through those extra security measures it's already built in. With the increased popularity of Zoom and the attention on these video conferencing platforms this is an example of something we mentioned in the last episode about cyber criminals leveraging that attention to trick you with phishing emails or messaging. So be really aware, especially anything with a Zoom link, make sure that you know who it's coming from, that it's a real link. You can go into the Zoom platform and enter in the meeting ID rather than clicking on the link if you want to. There's a lot of things that you can do to remain suspicious and just be really diligent about your security. If you're ever unsure if an email is phishing or not, you can hit the report a fish button or forward it over to phishing at uab.edu and we'll check it out for you and let you know so mj we have a really fun announcement yay (laughs) the university recently launched my uab which is a new website that serves as an employee hub it connects you to all of the platforms you use like elast oracle And we've been using this for a couple months now. We were part of the pilot. This was a collaborative effort. It's really exciting to see it go live, especially at the time when we're all disconnected. It's an area where you can go
0: get information that is vital to employees, see different things that are trending there. Do you use it? Yeah, it is the first thing that I type into my computer each morning, and it's one of the tabs that I keep open constantly. I like the updates that they've added to it recently, including my bookmarks. I've added stuff like Sprout Social, a direct link to our UAB Facebook and Twitter, Those are other things that I check as soon as I log on in the morning. And it's nice to have them right there in the portal where I'm also going to clock in. And I've added a campus email widget, but I really appreciate the news. It is the perfect place for all employees to touch a base with campus. And I think that it probably launched at one of the best times when everyone is remote working. It makes me feel virtually connected.
1: Well, and it's really customizable. Yeah. It's a solution that has everything there for you, but you can make it look the way that you want it to with the information that pertains most to your job. One of the new things that was added to the left sidebar is a speed test. If you're having Wi-Fi connection issues at home, you can click that button and it will do a speed
0: test of your internet connection and tell you where you're at. A strong internet connection is essential from working from home and we want to provide you with the resources that can help you strengthen that connection. So we have basic troubleshooting tips for home Wi-Fi and the simplest tip is to make sure you're just moving closer to your router. Sometimes the issue is the distance, the objects or floors in between. You can also make sure to place your router in an open spot if it's being covered by other things the connection may be weaker you should also disconnect from the vpn if it's not required for a task if you need to log in to access certain websites or programs it's important that you disconnect when you're no longer using those services well and i found out today that if you turn if i'm in the middle of a
1: video conference if i turn off my video then it helps my connection so oh. if you really don't want to be on camera, you can just be like, hey, look, my Internet isn't great. I can't you can't see my face right now when we all know that you just didn't do your hair that day. It's fine. Just use that Wi-Fi as an excuse.
0: You may have other devices that are connected that aren't essential at the time. So you don't use your phone a lot when you're working from home. You can put it on airplane mode or disconnect it from Wi-Fi and just use your cellular data. That may free up some bandwidth. You can find more information with the link in the show notes.
1: On to our final segment, which is my favorite segment that we do. I love to hear about the stuff that you're seeing on social media, kind of how you're interacting with our customers through that avenue. So, what's going on in social media?
0: So, in our most recent tech debate, we did a heart slider on Instagram stories, and we asked, "How has the transition to remote working and learning been for you?" We had some people that were pretty honest, and we had some people that were pretty, uh, pretty excited. So, based on the responses to our story, it seems that people are adjusting okay. We're looking to roll out some more tech debates focused on remote working soon. Um, We're going to ask some questions between software. Which software have you felt is more important? Or do you feel like you have enough resources from us to work effectively from home? We're really interested to see what people respond to on social. I've also been thinking about how to integrate UAB into your tech. So UAB put out some Zoom backgrounds. They shared them on Twitter and they're available in the toolkit. You can bring some Blazer Pride home with you. The thing I love about those backgrounds is that it finds my face and then my face
1: is there. But I don't have to clean the room behind me. And it looks professional. Jump on Zoom really quickly. You can have them preloaded so you can flip through different ones. You can turn it off. It's really easy. Kind of adds
0: a fun little touch to your meetings since we're all virtual now. UAB is now in the effects gallery on Instagram. So there are filters. And I found this through Dr. Pam Benoit, who is the UAB senior vice president and provost on her Instagram. She shared her reacting to the filter, which blazer are you? So it like scans your face and then like runs all the little different types of blaze above your head. And then it'll pick one that it feels fits you. And I dropped my phone when I saw it because I was like, this is genius. I love Dr. <laughs> Pam Benoit. She's the best for participating in this. There's also a I iHeart UAB that floats around your head and then UAB face paint that looks like you're going to a game and you've painted your face. I feel like these are cool for visiting students to campus but in a time like this when we're all stuck at home it's a way to bring Blazer Pride to your social. I just think it's really rad. Well that sounds like fun. Do you know what blaze you are? When I did mine I was the big inflatable blaze that sits on the school of public health. They put them out during homecoming week. That's a really fun blaze to be. Another thing that you can do to bring UAB to your social or in just communications is find the gifts. I communicate a lot with GIFs in our Teams messages. I feel like sometimes it may get on y'all's nerves. True or not true?
1: No, it's not true. I love it. It expresses an emotion or feeling I can connect to without having to verbalize it. And it's also fun. So they just kind of have a little bit more personality.
0: I feel like it's a step up from emojis. And in Teams, when you chat, emojis are animated which like there's like three different types of smiley faces and i love that like some blink some like smirk harder it it's awesome but i i like to communicate with gifs, and i recently remembered that you can use uab gifs on twitter instagram and teams and that's just another way to make sure you are adding uab into your communication you can do that like an iMessage as well right so
1: like a bunch of different platforms
0: oh yeah but I, f- I feel like, you know, it's, sometimes it's better when I'm communicating with our boss, Carrie, if I'm using, like, a blaze dragon who's doing air punches rather than, like, you know, something else. Like, it makes it seem like, you know, we're part of the team. So, so MJ, are there any cool effects for MySpace? Have
1: you heard of that site? MySpace? Have you not heard of MySpace? Are you joking? No. No, I just was being funny. That's all.
0: I was literally about to go to MySpace. Well, you know, I hit my and it goes to myuab.edu. So <laughs> after you listen to this podcast, head to our Facebook and find our podcast post. Drop us a GIF in the comments about how you feel about remote working. I will go post mine, Jessica. We'll see you there too. If I can figure it out. But yeah, I will. I'm just kidding. I know how to do GIFs. <laughs> I don't know how to do the rest of the stuff you talked about. So that's great. We will give a shout out to the best GIF response in the next podcast. You can find us on social with all the links in the show notes.
1: Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We will see you next episode. UAB Techno is produced by UAB IT Communications and Marketing with Carrie Bean, Jessica Reed, and MJ Moon. Music from Kevin McLeod.